Welcome to Cheer Up, an encouraging word for the week, hosted by Scott Eichen. John 1, 10 through 12 says, He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. If someone were to ask you, what is humanity's greatest need? What would be your answer? We would likely quickly think of our survival needs, air, water, and food. We do need these, no doubt. But we can have all of these, yet still not truly live. So what actually is our greatest need? D.A. Carson, thoughtfully reflecting on our foremost need, wrote, If God had perceived that our greatest need was economic, he would have sent an economist. If he had perceived that our greatest need was entertainment, he would have sent us a comedian or an artist. If God had perceived that our greatest need was political stability, he would have sent us a politician. If he had perceived that our greatest need was health, he would have sent us a doctor. But he perceived that our greatest need involved our sin, our alienation from him, our profound rebellion, our death, and he sent us a savior. One powerful way scripture puts it is, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Romans 5, 6. Glory be to God. He has offered us the remedy for our greatest need, Jesus. But have we yet taken up his offer? And if so, Are we taking joy in his gift that is too wonderful for words? In John 1, 10 through 12, God lays out clearly what he has done. He, Jesus, came down to that which he created. He came to serve and give his life as a ransom for many, Mark 10, 45. Yet we're told that the world didn't recognize him. And not only did Jesus' own people not recognize him for who he was and is, but we're told that they actually rejected him. To this day, Jesus is ignored and rejected by countless people. It does not have to be that way, though. John 1.12 offers hope to all who have ears to hear, to all who are willing to believe and accept Christ for who he is. Let's read it again. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. If this is new to you, put your faith in Christ right now. Don't wait. We aren't promised tomorrow. And there's only one way to be saved from hell and an empty life. If you followed Jesus for years or any time at all, it's a good time to remember 
Colossians 2.6. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. So press on. This December, as we speedily approach December 25th, the day on which we celebrate Christ's birth, how appropriate that we ponder, that we marinate our minds with thoughts of Jesus' incarnation. For he came. May it sink in afresh. He is wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, Isaiah 9, 6. He is Emmanuel, God with us, Matthew 1, 23. As the angel proclaimed many years ago, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, Luke 2, 11. And he came for a grand purpose. He came to seek and save those who are lost. Luke 19.10 To ignore him and reject him is absolutely tragic. That would be to miss out on the fulfillment of our greatest need. So, let's accept him and believe him. And then let's cherish and enjoy being his dearly loved children. Merry Christmas. Cheer up, friends.